0: back to the show everybody hey ah
1: how did you get in my house
0: we are in austin's house welcome back to explaining to austin it's me your pal payton austin's back after after a week off
1: yeah i'm a busy boy
0: after being a busy boy I'm
1: tired all the time
0: and we are recording another episode in person in the old uh casa de austin Doghouse, so, dog so they, so to speak. Uh, Austin, so you've been, you've been quite busy, correct?
1: All been busy. We opened another kitchen at work. That's only a seasonal thing. Um, and It gets very fucking busy during the summer. So, and I'm, I'm a uh, uh, slightly responsible for it. So I have to, I have to be there a lot.
0: Yeah, um, it's
1: good. I like overtime money.
0: That is, that is a benefit for sure. Um, Nonetheless, I'm glad to be back with you. Um, yes, me too. I know you mentioned you hadn't listened to last week's episode yet, yet without you. Um, I will be curious to hear all of your fantastic feedback from that episode. A lot of good bits, some new names adding into the uh, the lore of uh, well, maybe explaining to Austin. the
1: topic can be last week's episode.
0: Two weeks. Well, it'll have been two weeks at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, last week from right now.
0: Oh, but... Next but next
1: week, you can explain to me the episode that I wasn't on. Next week,
0: last week from now.
1: Two and a half times the, ta- the time it is. Yeah, exactly. Run about an add to get around it.
0: Um, before we get started, this has nothing to do with uh, what today's topic is. Um, as per usual with this opening segment, I kind of like a another discussion, do another discussion. Um, you see this last week, the controversy... That uh, people found out that um, Ellie Kemper from The Office was was a racism princess growing up. What? You didn't see this on Twitter no. or anything. Uh, wait, 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 Ellie Kemper, that's like Aaron, Kimmy Schmidt, right? Yeah, yeah. And from that too, yeah. I only watched the first season of that. Okay. But that's how I know her. Um, she. Uh, so people found out like kind of it resurfaced this week. It was people rediscovered. Um, It was, like, public record, but people kind of found out that uh, when she was a child, she grew up in St. Louis. She's the daughter of a very prominent, like, wealthy, um, like, family in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. And growing up, she was crowned in the Veiled Prophet debutante ball, the Princess of Love and Peace. Now, this caused a bit of a stir because of, specifically, the fact that it is... uh, the debutante ball hosted by the Veiled Profit Society. Now, Austin, are you aware of the Veiled Profit Society? I'm not Society?
1: even familiar with it. It is... I have an assumption that it's not good based well, on how you're explaining
0: it. Yeah, you, you have a guess on what that is, might be? Veiled Profit Society. I mean, name alone, what are you, impressions are you getting from that name? Dark Money. Scary. Scary. Thinking God. a Spooky Mask. Movie Villain? horror movie spooky ghost. yeah masks scary times I'm uh, afraid already I'm,
1: I'm quivering in my
0: boots good fair that's understandable honestly um but the veiled prophet society is kind of this elite saint louis based uh organization a lot of ways sort of you know masonic inspired you sure, know sure, like sure. freemason-esque uh yeah, yeah, yeah. mixed with and very intertwined with uh, the KKK in a way, them. and you've heard of them, no doubt.
1: Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. By
0: the Country Kitchen Connection, as the uh, restaurant. <laughs> There's Cafe. a restaurant near us that's named Country Kitchen Connection. No, I
1: think it's Country Kitchen Cafe.
0: But the first two letter first two words, which are definitely words uh, that spelled with C's, they spell with K's, but the last one they stick with a C. It's
1: the Country Connection Cafe.
0: Yeah. So okay. Bye. Yeah. Not them. I'm talking about the the OG. Right. Uh, K K um, So the Veiled Prophecy. Just I'm just just to give it in the short. Tell me. Uh, they came out of there was a huge like national scale worker strike in like the late eighteen hundreds, um, and specifically in St. Louis, it, it entailed a lot of the I think trolley workers as well oh, okay. as like dock people on the river. Sure. Um, and this was a huge threat. It was eventually crushed. And to kind of warn against it, this the The elites of St. Louis made this character based off of all this kind of like Orientalist like poetry that was popular at the time. Um, Middle Eastern inspired character called the Veiled Prophet. He's very KKK looking, pointy hat, but he has like a mask.
1: Oh, that kind of prophet.
0: Yeah, he has a. He, well, he he. I had, was
1: thinking prophet like money.
0: No, 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 Profit, like, with P-H. Right, right, um, I get it now. And he's, like, has a mask and, like, you know, robe. And the original ad they ran in the paper was, like, him with, like, guns, like, basically saying, like, don't strike again. Kind of, like, as, like, a mascot almost for, you know, consequences that would happen if a strike occurred. And this would go on through, like, parades where they would specifically, like, do parades through, like, the poor, like, working class neighborhoods with, like, him on a float with an executioner and, like, a butcher and a butcher's block. Um, oh my god. it kind of evolved over the years into more, the parades being more of like, a oh yeah, let's American values. And, uh, they kind of made this debutante ball thing, a big thing as well, while kind of behind the scenes, it stayed this like club that all the influential people in St. Louis are a part of. Um, and so back to Ellie Kemper, she was crowned the like winning girl of this debutante ball. Uh, the... And they, they go up and they, like, kiss the feet of whoever secret person is dressed as the veiled prophet. Um, and they're crowned the, the princess of love and peace. Uh, so, yeah, very uh, shady, oh, like spooky, weird. Like, and big influential families in St. Louis. St. Louis a very segregated city in terms of economics and race, um, even to, uh. to this day. Um, very, like, uh, Jeffrey Epstein mi- Midwest, so to speak. Yeah. They were, that was the original, they, it's the Princess of Love and Peace, but the original name they had to scrap was, uh, Miss Jeffrey Epstein Midwest. Oh no, oh no, 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 how do they know? So, oh, kick the table. Don't kick it. Uh, so yeah, what do you think of that, Austin? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, oh god, that's, uh, scary.
0: Nothing I, wrong I, I, with a debutante ball. but I don't the, think it's her fault.
1: No, you know, I think it was know?
0: just that her family is, like, rich and powerful. Yeah, that's and she scary. probably thought it was, like, a super normal thing to do as a kid, you know, as a young adult, teenager. I don't know
1: anything about her as a regular person, but I can only assume that she's exactly as uh, fun and quirky as all of her characters, right?
0: I mean, one would hope. I would hope. I would, I would hope she's not racist.
1: Like how we were talking about, what's his name? He plays Jeff in Community.
0: Oh, uh, um, Joe McHale. Joe McHale.
1: Like how he's just Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, but I, he
0: wasn't crowned princess of racism.
1: <laughs> right, but he was crowned king of racism.
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh so yeah, um so you know, Princess of uh of of and it kind of ties into the KKK cuz that right when they formed the veiled prophet was right when the like first generation KKK where they had like the night riders like going around on horses like post civil war yeah, yeah. before the like resurgence in the like 20s um yeah, yeah. the like old school KKK and of course you know there were black workers and white workers striking together and they didn't like that much so oh, no, no, a no. lot of racism tied in with the uh, classism of the veiled prophet and everything mm-hmm. so yeah fun just thought that would be a fun thing to bring up
1: yeah, know I like it, and I also hate it.
0: I'm just glad I could inform you about uh, The Princess of Racism. Yeah. And and, that, and rich, evil people. That's
1: that movie where the guys like, you killed my father, prepare to die, right?
0: Oh, yeah, br- The Racism Princess. Right.
1: The <laughs>
0: Princess. Yeah, she does a lot of really off-color voices and impressions in that movie that I won't do for sake of uh, she starts, like, like... It- offensiveness.
1: Uh, they need disguises at one point, and she offers a jar of shoe polish. She,
0: she, she immediately whips out the shoe polish, and, and everyone like, is like,
1: no, Whoa! No, no.
0: Yeah, I remember Andre the Giant's like, You can't do that, that's a racist. <laughs> and everyone's like, He's right. He's right, thank you, Andre the Large Man. He's like, I'll, if I swear you put that shoe polish on, I'll beat the shit out of you.
1: I'll show you why I won a championship belt. I'm very large. Was was he ever a He champion? should have. I mean, he's really big. Uh look it up. I'm looking it up. Alright. Andre the giant WWE. On,
0: Eric Curry. the Andre
1: Giant. <laughs>
0: Eric no, Eric Andre the Giant. Uh
1: Lighter. Uh God did he Ah, hey. uh, he defeated Hulk Hogan. Oh in 1987
0: no 88 so not only did andre the giant stop racism from happening on set of the princess bride but he also defeated now known racist hulk Hogan. you know about hulk Hogan's racism yeah his restaurant rules and shit wait what no i didn't know this he has like chains of restaurants or did and like explicitly like in the rules for the restaurant it was like you know no backwards caps or baggy jeans or like specifically like targeted at like oh. black like culture stuff yeah i don't like that yeah so well yeah and then there's like recordings of him as right. well i do uh,
1: i like some of that stuff
0: but uh, yeah andre the giant defender against racism apparently yeah
1: andre the giant is now the mascot of this show
0: <laughs> No, that's Ted He's our Twitter he, he's like did you see I made it in my Twitter <laughs> banner?
1: Oh shit.
0: I've replaced Hooter I've retired Hooter. Hooter. Hooter's too pure for the show.
1: Hooter doesn't deserve this. Yeah.
0: yeah. Poor Hooter. <laughs> So, Austin, today's show, we did something a little different, a little style experimentation. Yeah, we did. Uh, I liked it. You want to tell the, the audience what we did?
1: Um Yeah, so Peyton came over, and we got food, and after we ate, we stripped down and covered ourselves in Vaseline and pretended to be slugs for the last two hours.
0: Yeah, and we recorded the whole thing, uh, the, the sound. Let's uh, cut to a clip. And... <laughs> Back to it. Uh, just that Austin, Austin is doing a bit. That
1: was a bit. Um, That's what not we what we did. did.
0: Um, Rather, than, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I almost started to cut you off.
1: <laughs> we uh, so instead of instead of Peyton watching something that I had never seen, uh, and then telling me about it, we decided to watch something that we've both seen but years ago.
0: Well, I've seen it more recently. Oh, really? I yeah. haven't seen it yet. I'm a big fan of it and have seen it recently a couple times. I think times. I saw
1: it in theaters uh-huh. and that was it.
0: I've seen it a couple times in the last few years and I'm a big fan of it.
1: Well, we watched the, what, 2008, 2007 movie? Uh,
0: Eight, I believe. Uh, it eight. says, right. Six. 2008
1: uh, eight. movie, Speed Racer, uh, starring uh, Michael C. Hall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no.
1: And John Keaton. <laughs>
0: John Cusack as Speed Racer. <laughs> as,
1: as the car. Yeah. Um, um, no, um, yeah, we watched Speed Racer. I saw it in theaters years ago when I was a I did lag. see it
0: in theaters as well. yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and but, uh, Peyton recently and I were also were talking about we should watch it again because it's really good. Yeah, and I. Unapologetically cartoonish.
0: I've seen it at least two or three times over the last. Uh, four or five years um i kind of did a real i kind of rediscovered it at one point and have been a big fan of it ever since um a big proponent advocate for it um but you know pointedly the the real difference yeah i didn't explain it to austin we sat here watched it um i you know i really did show it to austin rather than explain it and now we're gonna kind of talk about it for you um so to speak
1: we're gonna now the, today you are austin today you're, you're austin it.
0: And we're, yeah, we're gonna both do, Payton. and we're both Peyton, and we'll do explain to you now. Um, so, some background f- for you, Austin, but as well as uh, the listener. Um, yeah, two thousand eight. Of course, this was directed um, and uh, written by um, the Wachowskis, who did Matrix. Oh right,
1: right, right. Um,
0: of course, bef- they, they were they were uh, not out yet, but uh, of course now they're. Uh, famously um out uh trans women and advocates for the community a lot as of well. rainbows in this movie yeah a lot of rainbows uh in that. this in this film so fitting uh so yeah and we got emile hirsch as the titular speed racer um kind of the big name cast you have both john goodman, john goodman and susan sarandon as Funking ma and amazing. pop uh speed racer uh christina really,
1: all the acting in this was really strong yeah like
0: Christina Ricci is there as Trixie, who is Speed Racer's girlfriend. Um, I'm kind of
1: obsessed with Trixie a little bit.
0: She's great. You know, they've cast um, Christina Ricci. She's going to be in the fourth Matrix movie they're making. <gasps> nice. I've They only just seen announced the first that. One. Yeah, me too. I'm going to watch the other ones, and we might do them for the show if Earlier, I like them.
1: The other ones aren't worth much.
0: Well, really? I I initially heard that, but in recent years I've heard people reevaluating them and saying they're better. Than oh really? People i've heard i've heard people saying they're still not perfect but they're better than people give them credit for yeah, fair enough. so i, I want to find out for myself um but yeah so this uh speed racer came out it wasn't very successful did not get very good critical reviews at the time um yeah i
1: noticed when we were looking it up it said like two and a half stars
0: yeah on it had like it was like a 37 or something on metacritic um Fairly Which weird low. to me.
1: Like I felt like it deserves more than that. Like I know it's a cheesy ass movie, but like,
0: yeah, I don't know. I, I I think we'll get into it when we talk about the specifics of it. But I think in a lot of ways, it's it's very counter to the to to what we're used to seeing stylistically yeah. in a very bold way that many people's gut reaction or judgment. Um, Maybe that it's bad when Real it's really knee-jerk. just that it's different. Yeah. And if you embrace it, um, you can have a lot of fun and enjoyment. I'm just scrolling through here on the, uh, IMDB trivia. Cause that's always interesting. Apparently, um, apparently Keanu Reeves turned down the role for racer X, which is interesting.
1: Oh my, that would have been really cool actually.
0: Which of course he had a relationship, uh, um, with the Wachowski's from The Matrix, With the obviously Candy and twins. that too. J.J. <laughs> uh, Abrams apparently wrote a draft for this oh. of the screenplay. Um, That's okay. Speed Racer, interestingly enough, I, I, I'm assuming you're aware of this, but uh, one of the very first shows, the original show, well, basically one of the first things to really introduce uh, anime to the West in a lot of ways.
1: That makes sense.
0: It and Astro Boy were kind of. The two big animated shows that really crossed over from Japan and kind of paved the way for anime in the in the U.S. Huh. Um, so obviously very important and influential in that way, and I think this film certainly carries a lot of that anime uh, s- sentiment and style over with it. Yeah, just
1: like it. the the um, just the uh, how ridiculous it is, and like how extreme everything is in the show is like very. Very
0: animated, it feels like. Yeah. Um, and the colors. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I, I guess we can just go ahead and jump into the film since, you know, for once, you know, I'm not having to explain. Obviously, you don't have questions because you just watched it. Right, right. Um, so, I guess let's just talk about the film and what we thought about it, what we liked about it. Um, I'm going
1: to uh, come right out and say that I really thoroughly enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, I have, as I mentioned, been a big, big proponent of *Speed Racer* this film since around twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen or so, maybe slightly earlier even, um, because as a movie, it it eschews any sort of um, you know mandate or or necessity to be like realistic. in any way it embraces it's not even trying it embraces the it embraces its stylized nature um and yeah and i think that's like i mentioned a minute ago that's not something we're used to because even in even in so-called movies we think of as not being realistic even like marvel movies a lot of times like Visually and stylistically, they're still grounded in... And like very
1: much set in our world.
0: They're set in our world and they're grounded in the cinematic language we're used to.
1: Even Star Wars.
0: Whereas this movie... what In this movie, you have superimposed heads gliding across the screen during races. You have, you know...
1: Conversations about something that will happen, while scenes of that thing happening are happening. Yeah. So it's like the... It's not... It's not like trying to confuse you with time. It's like almost just trying to save time. And it's, it's like, here's a dramatic overlay of everything this character is saying as it's happening.
0: It's playing with the medium in a way that other films don't. I Just as an example, obviously, um, James Gunn's Guardian of the Galaxy movies are very creative and very... Um, they have a lot of style and a lot of personality to them. However, they still, at least in my opinion, they still use all your standard editing and visual film techniques they don't they don't edit they don't they don't look like this film does this film no no this one never at any point tries to hide that it is just to the brim with like cartoon cgi backgrounds
1: like in everything except for the fact that it was shot with live actors it is a cartoon yes it was so like (laughs) i mean at one point when uh sprittle and Chim Chim open the candy cabinet and the light glows on their faces and a cash register sound plays. Yeah. Like, and he says jackpot. It's like, it does not get, like, more cartoonish than that. And that's not, like, a specific, that's just, like, a very specific example of, like, one of the many things this movie does really well.
0: Yeah, and in that kind of, uh, in that, you know, hyper-stylized, cartoonish, um, you know, look and, 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 you know, kind of... Driving uh, force of this film, um, it's able to have it's able just to like have a lot of fun uh, with its characters and with its action. I mean, I've I've never seen you don't want to watch a speed racer movie that's just normal real world racing. No, you want this where cars jump around. Other cars have like evil Looney Tunes esque like
1: wacky races wacky
0: races uh, devices on them to try and stop. To try and attack other cars. You want cars that are drifting so much. They spin in full circles. Like while continuing to propel a forward. The
1: cars have four pedals for some reason. We, I don't know, that one really just struck me.
0: We speculated that these the cars in these movies. Like in the world of the movie. Have a pedal on them that specifically causes the car to spin. Yeah.
1: Gas, brake, clutch, spin.
0: Spin. <laughs>
1: you got four pedals. They're all very important.
0: Um,
1: and like. The, uh, the, the, the weirdness with the cars was great because if they hadn't fully committed to it, like, okay, you know, the audience knows I I know a good bit about cars. I used to work on cars, like went to school for it. So like if a movie halfway committed to this, I'd be like, this is annoying. That's not realistic. That couldn't happen. But the fact that right out the gate, this movie, like, doesn't even indicate that these cars use regular engines. They've yeah. something called a trans transbuster in it or
0: some shit, yeah, and it's that, like yeah. a it's nuclear complete, reactor that's shooting flames the back It's complete sci-fi, car. anime, cartoon, amazing. You know what this movie is, Austin? Yeah. This is the closest and honestly, like, absolute best thing we'll ever get close to a Mario Kart movie. No,
1: you're absolutely right. Fucking, the Grand Prix is literally Rainbow Road. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like Fuji was Rainbow Road, and then the um home track or whatever yeah. was like Wario Stadium. Yeah, oh, basically. Like, the track uh, is metal and everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, and like I just said a minute ago, you don't, what, 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 what are there, I, I feel like people who quote say they don't like this movie, who I, at least I would assume they're basing that off of seeing it once maybe a long time ago and or, not since like
1: maybe a little too old for the original demographic
0: yeah either that or you know if you're to say oh i don't like that it's too ridiculous and it's not realistic at all do you do you want a movie where it's like i'm speed racer my i, I drive for nascar and i gotta go fast and the whole movie is just like <laughs> gray beige colors speed racer? You know what you want? Like it'd be you know what do you what do you want? You want like Ford versus Ferrari? You do know like
1: Christian Bale playing speed racer? Yeah.
0: No, you don't want that. You want this that is like the closest thing to. I know there are live action anime movies, but this is probably better than any of those just purely stylistically because yeah, it well, it's that, edited the source material. Yeah, it's because it it's edited to look like a cartoon or an anime. It is shot and colored to look like a cartoon or anime the characters they're all the actors do a great job acting in this way and all the characters play they're, they're like very
1: emoting on their faces with yeah like so cartoonish like the way that the way john goodman can frown he yeah sounds like the best
0: but at... it's it's perfect because like they're wearing their heart on their sleeve they're not trying to be like you know subtle or like you know uh i i understated understated or like they're not trying to go for like some sort of pretentious Oscar bait or something they're fully embracing that you know it's a cartoon and they have to look and act like cartoon characters and they wear their heart on their sleeves and with this whole you know style of embracing uh, the unreal of embracing almost surrealness to an extent I think that also carries over into another thing I really love about this movie which is the um, the themes. Because at its core, this whole movie is about art. In this case, race, racing and driving, standing in for art, which the characters literally make that comparison in the yeah. movie.
1: He's like, that wasn't driving, kid. That was art.
0: Yeah, art, tr- art surviving and fighting against being crushed for mega corporations by mega corporations by capitalist greed and cynicism
1: anti-capitalist oh absolutely i love it i was like i did not expect that going into it but there's a whole like five minute talk about how everything is fixed and there's like yeah dark money in all of this and it's like Holy shit this movie is literally just like fuck capitalism these millionaires have like at one point John Goodman's character literally says I don't trust people like you you have too much money and you think you're above the law it's yeah. like
0: okay he uh the, our, our our lead villain is literally like the greedy evil rich owner of a of a corporation who you know wants to dis- who who believes racing is nothing more than than a conduit for to for stop. for power and greed yeah and yeah. making money um, I guess if we can just talk about the, uh, to kind of explain that the plot of this movie, it's fairly straightforward. You know, you have Speed Racer who, you know, as his name implies, his given name. is a race car driver. Another uh, great. They don't change that. You know, some movie that tried to take it seriously. Oh, it's called Speed Racer, but my name's, my name's, my name's Dustin. My name's John, uh, Ricelto, and I race uh, my and friends it, call me Speed. Yeah, my friends call me Speed Racer, cause I drive fast. And but it's like, no, f- screw that. It's their na- Their last name is Racer. His first name Speed. Uh, hi, you know, he's a driver. He works with his family. Who, you know, his dad, you know, independent, independent building company. Yeah, and you know, with a past with a brother who died racing, trying to you know reform the sport, but they don't find that out till later. Kind of died disgracefully um and basically a company wants to buy them out wants to own speed he declines and he basically he makes an enemy he makes an enemy that you know tries to ruin his career and to kind of get out of that he has to make alliances and friendships with uh different people including r- the mysterious racer X who's fighting against these kind of corporations and they're they're fixing and uh
1: racer X the harbinger of boom
0: yeah and they're uh' they're kind of he's fighting against them fixing the races um and so speed you know down and out is recruited by racer x to uh help another competitor win a specific race by racing on his team because that competitor says he has enough information to bring down the corporation um obviously they go through a whole you know rally race cross-country thing that's uh tons of fun and exciting kind of amazing and uh however that uh Ally ends up betraying them when the, even when they win the race, and Speed is down and out. However, he has a final chance to kind of prove himself uh, in this final Grand Prix. Um, so yeah, I mean it's like it's also you know so it's this kind of racing adventure movie, but it's also got like action and kind of romance intrigue. Intrigue, yeah, it's got some like uh, you know espionage type intrigue. Obviously, family is a big component. It's just. Uh, yeah, it it like we're like we've said a thousand times by now. It's it's a big cartoon that is just this passionate plea of you know art, independently creating art and not letting yourself be motivated by it by greed or gain, letting that pervert or or taint your art. F- using you know the kind of how you're an underdog when you're going into making art, but you're not doing it for the sake of money. Right. Um, yeah and it's it i think it does those themes really well uh you know the fact that they're that racing is basically this metaphor for film and for art in general um it's something it's really clever uh i want to point out there's a specific scene where we literally have this one minor rival racing team whose like aesthetic is uh is uh like american military and they're literally given like a bribe that's like a suitcase full of like hundred dollar stacks of hundred dollar bills and literally like uh dollar signs in their eyes oh my god
1: yeah it was so good
0: uh, so like breaking that down the american showing the american military dollar signs in their eyes you know to uh okay with killing it for more profit yeah i mean this yeah that's another thing let's talk about the uh Let's talk about the, uh, the themed race car rivals. Uh, like we just said, you have this military one.
1: You had the Snake Oils.
0: Snake Oiler team. Snake Oiler team. Literally, like, snake skin-themed car outfit. They're
1: snake oil salesmen, like... I love it. It's I, so at one
0: point, horror. he launches a snake with yeah, like he a launches catapult
1: a cobra into a man's car as
0: like a weapon to like I, make the one, other driver crash.
1: Another team launches a beehive into that, another. That
0: team, we have a Viking team racing a, against a them.
1: Whole beehive with honey coming out of it.
0: Yeah, this is from the team that is literally. Uh, Three people in like horned Viking helmets. They were
1: bribed with furs. They yeah
0: bribed with a box of pelts. Uh, <laughs> and they had they had weapons like a, a beehive launcher, giant uh,
1: uh, spiked flails on like, the morning yeah on the whatever. back of a car. Morning stars is that what they're called?
0: I think so. Yeah, uh, morning star sounds right. What am I? Um. Uh yeah we had um what else there was like um. Was those were the, some of the main ones? That uh, but like uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, the pink ladies with diamonds in their mouths. Oh yeah, there were there they were some just aggressive.
0: They I'm um, definitely lesbians.
1: Oh yeah, they love each other.
0: That uh, driving t- duo of lesbians, the paid off with diamonds. Um, the gray ghosts is a guy there. He's like uh, gray colored. <laughs> He's gray. He's gray. He
1: leaves people on red a lot. And they the, yeah, <laughs>
0: the gray ghosted did.
1: Thank you. Um, um I love one of the aspects I love about this movie is it doesn't waste its time explaining small details. Like at one point, there's a ninja that breaks into Speed's room. Yeah, they're t- the
0: ninjas try to assassinate them because obviously the corporation and the ninja. gangsters don't want them to win the race, so and they like, try to kill him. He's kind
1: of kicking Speed's ass and he's kind of kicking the mechanics ass, but then Pops wakes up, John Goodman and the ninja like backs into him and he's huge right <laughs> he picks up the ninja and the camera instead of like doing this whole backstory about how pops knows how to fight it just zooms in on one of his hands and he's wearing a championship ring that literally just says greco-roman wrestling like it doesn't say it was a chance it's just a ring that says that and that's all the explanation and then pop's, that needed
0: like wrestles and and spins this guy around he tosses like tosses him like a pizza yeah like a pizza. In the air, he spins him around and tosses him. Uh, but, like,
1: a worse or dumber movie would have spent, like, a ten-minute backstory about his time as a Greco-Roman wrestler. Yeah. And, like, how we, it changed him. We don't care about it doesn't that. doesn't matter. Just All show him the
0: ring. Show,
1: yeah, show him the ring. Show him beat the fuck out of a ninja. And then he delivers one of my favorite lines in the whole movie uh, pitiful what passes for a ninja these days. Yeah,
0: well, he says ninja more like non Yeah. Which, like, it's, that's a great groaner. It's oh, a groaner, love... but it's a good one. It's a solid... I,
1: just, I love that this man has enough experience with ninjas Yeah, just that he can be like, ah.
0: Well, it's anime, Austin. That's barely a ninja. Ninjas are like a normal thing in Japan.
1: Oh, right, every day.
0: You like walk into school and you might have to fight a ninja. It's like a... It's, ah,
1: yeah, it's the worst. You know, it's like running... An Any teacher will accept that as an it's excuse. It's like running across me. a
0: across a pigeon. You mm. ever run into a
1: goose? It's like a ninja.
0: Like a ninja. Uh, it's like an angrier ninja. <laughs> I want to mention that uh, obviously, if you're aware of the Speed Racer family of characters, of course, you have his younger brother Spritel, along with Spritel's famous sidekick Chim Chim, who Which of course is a chimpanzee, a chimpanzee in, in clothes,
1: and he seems sentient.
0: Yeah, he's very a very intelligent clothed chimpanzee who, uh, gets into hijinks and, with Spritel, and I don't
1: he, know if I respect Spritel. I mean, I, I respect Chim
0: Chim. I definitely respect. I agree. I'm on the same wavelength. Uh, but I just, you know, was thinking about more movies need chimps in them. I agree. Any sort of monkey. Any kind. But, uh, yeah, monkey sidekick, chimp sidekick. We need more of them. The, reminds me of the famous Ronald Reagan film, Bedtime for Bonzo. You seen that one? Ronald Reagan and a monkey.
1: I think you've told me about this.
0: And, you know, if only the monkey would, don't, apes have like chimps can like rip a human's face off right any chimp
1: yeah they're incredibly if striking. only
0: that chimp would have ripped Ronald if only bonzo would have ripped ronald reagan's face off
1: just ripped him in half well you know yesterday it was he died f- what 17 years
0: 14 2000, 2004 yeah, so yeah. uh i don't know 17 math 17 years okay she says congrats round of applause for ronald reagan fucking dying uh, legend says legend, fuck you bitch
1: legend has it he's still waiting for heaven to trickle down
0: Ha. <laughs> Well, my piss trickles down when I pee on his grave. Fuck yeah. Uh, back to Speed Racer. Um, you have Racer X uh, as the side character. Strong. Myster As we said, kind of mysterious, ra- masked racer. Uh, you know, kind of secret agent-esque guy who is racing for the purpose of trying to kind of bring down these corrupt racers as well as the company's inspector detector of course yeah inspector detector this great character he's it's it says he works for the cib what is that what do you think that stands for it was
1: the corporate interest bureau or oh investigation Investigation yeah because
0: they're trying to bring down these corporations for for fixing the races yeah yeah race fixing and that makes sense basically insider trading but yeah what a great name inspector detector
1: like is that his given name is that a title detector? or is a name i think inspector's the title for sure And
0: detector is a name his well, name if racer is a
1: name yeah then detect maybe these people are born into their jobs maybe in this world yeah
0: well it, it, yeah but like
1: like the rich guy's last name was royalton
0: yeah that's true and we have racer and detector so i mean there's there's merit to that I know at one point they say inspector detector sus- suspects and that just made me think of de- inspector detector suspector <laughs> <laughs> let's get the list of inspector detector suspectors but uh <laughs> yeah we have uh, racer X he's awesome does a lot of very tall a lot of uh, cool like martial arts fighting he looks like uh,
1: a cross between John Hamm and Andy Sandberg.
0: That's fair. Who who is he played by? Because he reminds me of
1: Jandy Samburg Oh right, Jandy Hamburg.
0: I can't remember the guy that he reminds me of, but I don't think that's him. Um, where is he? Full cast. Just a moment, and played by a man named of Matthew Fox. Uh, not familiar with him. Me neither. Uh. But yeah, he's cool. Um what else, Austin? What else, indeed? What else about John
1: Goodman f- had a strong mustache Oh yeah, time. John oh, Goodman
0: and of course the, the impeccable Susan Sarandon bringing like the great like motherly energy.
1: God, they were just so good. Their chemistry is a couple. Yeah, is they seem like
0: too. they could honestly be married in real life.
1: I want them to be like my godparents.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome.
1: Oh shit, man. I just want to go to one of John Goodman's cookouts. Like, I bet he grills a mean burger the way he looks in that
0: movie. Oh, yeah. I I, I don't doubt it. Um, uh, the fact that Trixie just casually is really good at flying a helicopter. Well, well and then that. then at one point, they have her drive one of the cars in the races is on short notice. she can't do? No, I, it's like...
1: And she looked so good... In those platform boots while flying her helicopter, yeah, I was like flying damn.
0: a helicopter in platform boots. Like, like impressive big, big heel boots. Impressive, very like sh- her. and she's like flying the helicopter while also like, like you know being like speeds like spotter for the race. Yeah, like she knows you know, what she's doing, watching the race while flying the helicopter. All
1: I'm saying is, if you look like Trixie from Speed Racer, contact me. <laughs>
0: And 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 don't and don't uh don't play this for Austin's girlfriend.
1: Hey, we're not we're not monogamous. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Well then, I the offer stands, everybody. I mean, you can contact me too. I won't.
1: Yeah, contact either of us. Yeah, Uh, operators are standing. That's the
0: dip. See, we're not on the radio. This is a podcast. We can call to action as much as we want. We can call for as much action. Don't scream
1: at your parents.
0: (laughs) Just do it. Yell at your dad. Why don't you?
1: Why don't you make him apologize?
0: Um. I really liked that one part in the movie where so they have all these like themed racers that are kind of like the 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 antagonist kind of racing against Speed oh, Racer. Yeah. I liked it one that one point where the car pulled up and it was um it was the the John McCain car and he was it was John McCain themed <laughs> it race. Was it just, wasn't John McCain, it was a race racers themed yeah. after John McCain and the he was like was I'll the, get you I'll get you Speed Racer. The
1: hood was the palmia flag. Yeah. I was like really strange. Some weird propaganda for these for these directors to, to the car and all the
0: other cars. Obviously, if you know Speed Racer, like they do that jumpy stilt thing. Well, this one because it was John McCain, it couldn't do that oh. because of the years in the uh, in the the Powell camp.
1: Um, I do love some of the names of the other racers. Like obviously, Speed Racer is a great name. But then what was it? Cannonball Jones,
0: Cannonball Taylor,
1: Cannonball Taylor, and then you had like. John Boom Boom Nicholson or something yeah. like that. Like, all these... Ran, uh, like, at one point, uh, Megan Manifold.
0: Yeah, I Like, know.
1: just fucking random-ass names for these people. Also, the best line uh, outside of Nanja in the whole movie was... <laughs> it was for a different reason it's a best line. Speed Racer's, like, taking Cannonball Taylor to school and, like, whipping his ass all over the track and just goes, You keep that weak shit off my track. Yeah. It's like, alright, fucking- Speed
0: powerful damn sexy and powerful
1: yeah man i love his little
0: baby face yeah he's he's a cute little boy uh not underage when i mean boy i just mean young let me but, clarify was... not, not a lee boy we're not talking epstein territory No, right? no, 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 no. remember the jeffrey epstein themed car in this film that, that pulled awesome. up Yes. Yeah, its weapon was it launched child corpses at the other car it
1: launched the fingernails of child childrens i don't know why i forgot the word
0: children for a Ch- second child Childrens. um so yeah if you haven't seen the wachowski's 2008 film speed racer or maybe you saw it a long time ago and didn't like it or didn't give it a chance check it out you know just know going in this isn't what you're used to this is fully embracing style this is fully embracing non realism it's like anime but live action, as we said. Um, so, so, not the horny kind though. Like, uh, it's a little horny. It's a little horny, but it's PG thirteen.
1: Yeah, but it had, uh, uh, Likely it had Spritel there to warn us.
0: Yeah, he at the end before a kiss, Spritel and Chim Chim come on screen in doctor unif- outfits and say warning. This next scene would is might hurt some people if you are if if cootie you're, averse. Yeah, or you're sensitive to cooties. Uh, which I appreciate. I love it's the 2008 humor. The first trigger warning. Yeah, easily. Glad. It, cause thank you, Spritel. He's watching out for those who don't who are uncomfortable with people kissing. Right. Which is fair. I mean, I think he should be in every movie. Can we know?
1: just get him at, at that age and everything?
0: Before you know, like uh, trying to think of a movie. Um. Damn! What's a movie? Titanic. Titanic. They're about to have the sex scene, nudie yeah. nipples. Uh, he comes on screen and says, "Watch out! You see some major boobage in this scene."
1: That scene in Watchmen, in in the ship.
0: Yeah, where they have sex in yeah. the ship. and then says, wait. "Watch out! They're about to the. They're, they're gonna press a button when he ejaculates. <laughs> the symbolically, thrower
1: doesn't mean fire here.
0: It means come. So watch out."
1: I don't think we could get an underage boy to say that on screen. I don't think that's
0: we'll, okay. We'll record him saying something else and then we'll overlay other sound other... just have
1: his lips moving and we're just saying stuff. Well
0: that's the speed racer tradition. Is like the oh, whole like yeah. lips moving oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. uh with, with dubbed English voices. Yep. Um yeah, what other <laughs> you ever you ever uh you ever accidentally press a flamethrower button when you come?
1: Yeah, man, it's my second house. That happened in
0: this movie. Speed Racer's in the car. He just loves racing so much that he's just on the brink of bursting. He, he and loves then he does, like and he hits his.
1: loves lifting weights. He's always coming.
0: I'm, he's like, oh, oh, I'm gonna win, and then he he hits the hits his because he has all those buttons for right. the different things, and he hits the flamethrower one. Right as the peak reaches. He never even
1: uses that one in combat. He just, he just lets it fly occasionally.
0: Yeah, he just likes it. For that reason alone. Yeah. Symbolically Symbol- representing ejaculation. To let
1: everyone know in the stands. Like, there's an understanding there. Uh, yeah. Um, the one thing I thought was weird that they didn't go into as much in the movie as they did in the original show was the sexual nature of the relationship between Spridal and Jim Chim. They didn't show any of that. In well this. it was purely like they were friends
0: well it's i think i mean that's your interpretation i think that's there but it's in the subtext i think obviously all the times they were hiding in the trunk huh yeah well like this is warner brothers this is a big pick you know th- in 2008 even so you know that shit's not gonna fly definitely not then even today yeah. so it's in it's in the subtle moments it's in the in the stolen glances it's in yeah they're always hanging out hiding stealing away in speed racers they're good and, at kung fu together what? Yeah. What have they mm. been trying? Have they? What they're are they? They're wrestling. Uh, they're always stowing away in Speed Racer's trunk. What are they doing in that dark, Tim cramped Tim can trunk? Only
1: finish him in the trunk of Mach
0: Five. <laughs> Why do you think Chim Chim wears clothes? Why do you wear clothes so you can take them off?
1: He just really likes having He's
0: a clothes. he's a chimp. He doesn't need clothes. Yeah. They don't have to wear them.
1: He could just be Porky Pig in it, you know. Yeah. But always wearing pants too. Or Winnie the Pooh in it. Either one.
0: They they do the they both do it. Beep, 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 so beep, does beep, Donald beep, Duck. Beep, beep. No pant. No pant. No pant. Duck.
1: Mickey Mouse is the. Who's opposite? your favorite
0: cartoon character? My favorite is No Pant Duck. <laughs> Daffy Ducks even more full nude.
1: I like. um I love. What's the? Is it Bo Burnham where he talks about like? You ever wonder why like Pluto is just a fucking dog,
0: but Goofy is also a dog? Isn't that from like a TV show or something?
1: I think it's Bob Burnham.
0: I don't think it's him. Isn't that like a thing on a TV show, like friends or something?
1: No, because he delivers it and he's like and Pluto's just a fucking dog?
0: Oh, maybe. Oh, I
1: don't
0: know, man. Uh got me questioning it now. What's today's movie?
1: <laughs> oh, Disney Mikey Mouse Funhouse.
0: So yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised that this film is, you know, anti capitalist in its theme. I mean, it's the Wachowskis we're talking about who did, you know, The Matrix, which is largely, you know, anti-establishment, you know, anti-capitalist. It's in his song, Binary Reality. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, so obviously The Matrix is very, you know, anti-establishment, yeah. anti-capitalist, you know. And then, of course, you know, I could go on and on about the trans allegory and themes in that. Um, but uh, this one, this movie certainly as well. Um, I saw, I joked about Ford versus Ferrari earlier, but, um, I did see a legitimate good comparison. I've, I like the film Ford versus Ferrari. I never saw it. It's, it's basically, stylistically, it's the exact opposite of this film, but it's not trying to tell this kind of story. It's telling a real story. Um, yeah, it's telling a, based on true story, but thematically someone once I saw compared it is Speed Racer is about making like independent film like independent art regardless like completely uninhibited by the system like fighting against the system even and ford versus ferrari is specifically about these two guys trying to make the best car you know possible they can while working under ford to race Ferrari. Oh yeah. yeah. And there's a whole theme in that movie about how, Oh, Ford doesn't care about them even leading to the climax and what happens. It's all about like, Oh, the company doesn't really care, but they're not doing it for the company. They're doing it for themselves. So that I've heard that one compared as, well, this one's more about independent art. That one's about staying true to Ford versus Ferrari is about staying true to yourself and staying true to your art. Even when you're working under like a corporate power and a, and you know, like a, a, when you're under a circumstance, you can't control. Right. Right. Um, which is a really interesting comparison. Who would have thought racing movies really being about filmmaking and art rather than racing? We're
1: going to break down the Fast and Furious series.
0: Uh, see, that's we one... We should
1: do an episode where I explain those to Yeah, you. I was about to say, because I'm w- very familiar with all of
0: them. I've seen Not A One.
1: They're so good. Like, oh man, I actually saw a thing recently where someone argued that they are the best blockbuster movie to come I mean, out of Hollywood. Yeah, I like, mean, I There's de- like century or whatever yeah because like they're just so fucking balls to the wall and fit the formula of what a blockbuster should
0: be maybe when know, the, really the that the new one's coming out soon right yeah, it is. what if what if what if we go see that you having seen all of them me having seen none of them <laughs> and then afterwards we record a thing where i go and why who is that that oh, showed God, up
1: and i, I try to explain so who's much. john
0: who's johnny that showed up halfway oh. through and everyone clapped
1: you know what's best is like the, the best thing about those movies is you wouldn't expect it, but there's like fucky timeline shit. Yeah, I, like, I'm I've like, so <laughs> I've heard.
0: Doesn't the second one take place in the future, like comparatively to the first one? No, 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 no. The third one or something. One.
1: So, so the, they go in chronological order, except a third one, Tokyo. Third Drift. Third one, I Tokyo Drift yeah. is out of order. I forgot about Too Fast, Too Fierce. Yeah, Too Fast, Too Fierce. How could you forget about that? How could I? Title? I don't
0: know. Was that a fart? Sure was. I, I hope they pick that up. I hope so too. Is a real bass uh, one. Oh God, I hope so.
1: God, we're fucking ruined if it didn't.
0: So, basically, what we're saying is go watch Speed Racer. Get
1: off your high horse. Get in a speed car.
0: Get, fucking, juice d- some speed. Dude, this would be a great movie to watch if you were like on LSD or something. Oh,
1: the colors.
0: There's so much colors. It's so colorful. I've never
1: done those jokes, but I can only imagine. That it would be really appropriate timing. You'd
0: be fucking soaring high.
1: Maybe terrified. Who
0: knows? No, I. I it's like, I, don't, I would hope not. I was terrified and I was sober. Oh, really? No. You, you're, you're deathly afraid of cars. Horrified. Which makes the fact that you got a degree at first before cooking. You got a degree in car repair. Oh, I had to
1: prove to myself that I could do it.
0: Oh, it's like one of those exposure therapy yeah. things.
1: I'm less afraid now, but they still scare me. They still terrify you? Kind of like a horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like a horse and a the car comes down the road.
0: <laughs> I get spooked. You see a lot of horses on the road? Yeah, you don't? Of course, we live in Amish. <laughs> we
1: live in Lancaster County. We live in
0: Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, One time I pronounced that Lancaster to someone who's from there and they got mad at me. <laughs> so like, like in uh, like the like, uh, final smash in Smash Brothers for Fox? Lancaster! <laughs> Lancaster! <laughs> he's
1: just saying where he's from.
0: No, he says, Lancaster, and then a giant horse and buggy comes down, and you can, like, move that across the screen. to knock. no, the
1: Amish come in, and they build a barn around people.
0: Oh, and then the barn explodes? Yeah. Ah.
1: Because they filled it with black powder. So. So that's Speed
0: Racer. So that's Speed Racer. <laughs> good job. Uh. So y- you would recommend, you, you're glad you watched it and would Absolutely. recommend it as well? Yeah,
1: that was so good. Especially
0: if you're one of these... Fucking anime losers! You should love this movie. It yeah. should be right up your alley. Nerds. I'm not. I only like one anime: the good anime, Evangelion. No other animes.
1: I like Initial D, which is a car. Evangelion's
0: the only good anime, and you can take that <coughs> to the bank. and you can take that to the bank and ignore Austin sneezing like a loud bitch. Oh,
1: I sneeze like a dad. So. Uh, food Wars is fun. Go. That's a really horny one. Food Wars
0: food. with. Uh, Alton hosted Brown. by hosted by Elton Brown. <laughs> so thank, go watch Speed watch Racer. Here. here he comes, here comes Speed Racer, he's a demon on
1: wheel. He's a demon and he's gonna be chasing after someone He's gaining on you, so you better look alive He's busy revving up the powerful hot And when the
0: odds are against him and there's dangerous work to do you, you Your life's eraser to see it through Ghost speed racer, ghost speed racer, ghost be racer, go, speed racer, go. He's open flying as he guns a car around the track. He's jamming down the pedal like he's never coming back. Adventure's waiting just ahead. Go speed racing. Go speed racer. Go racer. Go. Um Yeah, go ahead. I'm recording. All right, You just got really close to the mic. Did I? Yeah.
1: I didn't notice.
0: Oh. That's weird. It's the loudest you've been all episode. I'm very loud. I keep your volume way down. Okay. Well, we've talked about this in the past. For some reason, your voice is just hard to mic. Yeah, I got a low voice. You got a low voice that's hard to mic. You need a annoying, nasally voice like mine. Yeah. Um, that make people not want to listen to a
1: podcast. I wish I could fold my septum up into my, my septum piercing up into my nose so in a way that when I sneeze, it pops out.
0: Like It did like, a spin. What it if was... it went, like, woo woo Yeah.
1: I just think it would be funny to sneeze and all of a sudden have a
0: septum piercing again. That would be good. Um, I mean, We mentioned John McCain earlier. We did. I've heard of him. During the discussion of the film. Yes. Speed Racer. Obviously, John McCain. Presented. Oh, yeah. Speed Racer. John McCain's an integral plot device of Speed Racer. Careful. Why does that lighter act like a blowtorch? It's windproof. Oh, don't don't you dare unless you want to buy me another microphone.
1: I <laughs> pointed it next to it.
0: I don't care. Don't risk it unless you want to buy me a new microphone. I don't want to buy you a new microphone, Peyton. Um, but like we were saying, John McCain. Uh, of course, many know that uh, uh you're aware as well, Austin. As I mentioned, that uh, you know, he was uh, he had he sustained some disabling uh, con- You know things from his time in a POW camp in Vietnam, right? I've heard of it. Yeah. But what most people don't know and I'm assuming you don't know as well, you know the reason that they broke his arms in the POW camp cuz famously his the disability was he couldn't raise his arms like above or shoulders above or his arms above sure. his shoulders or whatever. The reason they 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 injured and broke his arms in the in the POW camp the, the the Viet Cong did that. Did he keep doing
1: the Carmel dance and dance? No,
0: he just wouldn't stop jacking off all day all day long, like not even in his like not even in a corner and like straight out in the middle of the open. What else are you gonna do? Well and the thing was the Viet Cong, like obviously like the American propaganda cast them as like evil. They begged him, pleaded with him. They didn't want to. They're like, John, American soldier man, please stop Those jacking off.
1: Children.
0: The other so, the other POWs were complaining. They're like not only is it Disgusting to see, but God, the smell! Please get him to stop. So the Viet Cong tried their best to top him, but he just would not. So they stop him. They tried to top him. They tried to top him and they tried to stop him, but he wouldn't. So they broke his arm, so he couldn't do it anymore. Next thing they know, he's stretching his neck trying to reach it with his mouth. So they had to chain. They put like a
1: broke one of his own ribs. Yeah, because he thought it would give him an advantage.
0: So they ended up having to like shackle his head to the wall. Like his neck with a thing... Like a wands device. Yeah, so that he couldn't reach it. Um, Brought him
1: back to racing. You're welcome.
0: And the first thing when the Americans got him back after the war, apparently the first thing he asked, he, he, he did, went up to a young private who was on the transport taking him out, and he said, Will you please jack me off?
1: He's like, I'll give you all the money I have.
0: And it took many years of physical therapy, but one day he was finally able... To start jacking himself off again.
1: Thank God for
0: that. So, he... Well, and the, you know what's a funny thing is? John McCain, as I'm telling you right now, he loved jacking off. You know what he hated? He did, hated having actual sex. Really? Right. Men, women, doesn't matter. He hated actual sex. Never, Every type. He only had it once with his wife. That's Megan McCain, his daughter.
1: He did it out of obligation. Then. Yeah,
0: and when we saw how she turned out. Right. So, he knew something we didn't. About sex. His sex, anyway. (laughs) He should have just stayed away. But yeah, in that weird loved masturbation, hated sex. Yeah. He was like, I'm the only one who knows how to do it. Wow. Isn't that something? Well, American hero. American hero, John McCain. Hopefully, whacking it up there in the the sky with God, Jesus, the founding fathers. He's... He's dead? Yeah, he died from, like, brain cancer. Like, five years ago.
1: No. It wasn't that long, was it?
0: Yeah... Something like that.
1: Alexa, Something. when did John McCain die? John McCain died on
0: August twenty fifth, twenty eighteen, at the age of eighty one due
1: to brain cancer. Okay. That was... It was brain cancer. I thought you were being exaggerated. Uh three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Three and a half. Okay. Wow. Time flies when you're having rum.
0: <laughs> Time flies when you're John McCain dying. Time flies when you're Anyway. Uh so yeah, that's John McCain for you. Uh, uh thanks for watching John McCain today's sponsor is Squares <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey maybe should I clip that thing conversation we just had send that to sponsors for like hey you should sponsor our podcast I
1: think they'd like it
0: they, they, they like our my story my bit I just did about John McCain masturbating factual, a bit. yeah it's from a history book
1: right it was straight out of
0: the straight out of my new history book called America here's it was, about it okay that's what it's called. America here's about it. Has all the best facts you want to know. Like about uh, like George Ge-
1: Washington had six fingers on each foot.
0: George Washington's six fingers. Yeah, I know. He what had I said. five toes on each foot and then also six fingers. They were
1: stubby, but they were definitely fingers. Well no, you
0: had five normal toes. Right. And then also six fingers. Six
1: stubby fingers.
0: Well, that's why he was such a good general. He'd pop his shoes off, he could climb a he wall.
1: You walk up walls, baby. You just, you just grab those things.
0: Or how about you know that um, in the Civil War, that they it's a misspelling from the history document. It was actually called the Silver War.
1: Yeah? What yeah. Were, what were they fighting about?
0: Well, it was still about slavery um, and and having slaves, but... Um,
1: oh, but all the generals were so old that their hair was
0: silver. Well, and they made all the bullets out of silver, but then in they case ran out. Was a werewolf? It was so ex- yeah. They were really afraid of werewolves back then, so they made all the bullets the soldiers use, all the ball musket balls, just in case. Someone... But they the, the problem was obviously that's expensive, and they ran out really quick. So they said, "Quick, tell them that, they gaslit everyone," and we're like, "Oh, it's actually this. It's been what are you talking about? Silver war? It's always been, it's called <laughs> the Civil War."
1: Both the Union and the Confederacy were so embarrassed that they spent all that money on silver. They agreed.
0: That was the one. Many people don't know the they Union and Confederacy made war. a single united agreement. Uh, you know, decision. Um, the entire Civil War. They're
1: basically like, oh, can we keep
0: this shit? On the where they agreed, the only one in time, and it was because. Can we keep it, this on the download? It was to rename it as the Civil War and do a psyop to convince everyone that it had been called that the whole time.
1: They inceptioned people.
0: Yeah, we got to go in.
1: Of the dreams of they went into
0: Abraham, it was like the generals, a shadow league of generals. Abraham Lincoln didn't know about it, and they went into Abraham Lincoln's mind,
1: a veiled prophet of generals. A
0: veiled, yeah, and they went into Abraham Lincoln's mind, and they were like, You know, it's a great idea. You know, one time I was talking to my friend, and he was like, What if we did a war and called it the Civil War? That would be a cool idea. And Abraham Lincoln's like, your friend, that sounds, I, I like that idea, actually. And then next thing you know, Abraham Lincoln woke up. Um,
1: gave the Gettysburg address where he famously referred to it as a civil war 17 times.
0: And, you know, the problem was it started to wear off. He started to realize he'd been incepted. And, he, you know, where he was that night? The, the theater.
1: The Chevrolet Theater.
0: The John Wilkes Booth Theater.
1: Oh, damn it, Ford Theater.
0: Ford theater. Ford
1: versus Ferrari theater. The Ford it back.
0: Speed Racer. I'm
1: bringing it back all night, baby. Go
0: watch Speed Racer. All right. This okay, has okay. been this week's episode this of explaining to Austin. Who? That's you. Okay. Your name. And we hope you enjoyed this kind of different episode than what we normally do.
1: And if you didn't, don't tell us. We'll probably
0: do a, a normal one next week, or maybe. maybe. Or maybe go fuck yourself. So. This has been Peyton and I say, go watch Speed Racer, five bag of popcorn.
1: Bag of... Bag of dicks.
0: Don't curse on the podcast. We've talked Fuck, about Fuck, I'm this. sorry. We've talked about this. Any final words, Austin? Um. Nope. Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs>